You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hi, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. So today we are talking to Brenda Debele, and Brenda is going to be talking to us about living with passion and vitality after adversity. Brenda is a health and wellness coach and speaker, and she guides clients to live amazing, lasting lives and make significant improvements in their health and wellness using the power of transformative resilience. Brenda herself has overcome significant adversity to create this life for herself. And I am so looking forward to having her share exactly how it was that she was able to bounce back after adversity and to create a meaningful life. So welcome to your Superpower Thank you, Mind, Christian. Brenda. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be here. So happy to have you. So my first question is always, what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your mind? I, I, I surprised myself in that I had always believed that I was a woman of faith. I certainly was brought up uh, in the Christian faith. And somewhere along the line, I think while I was busy creating the uh, career for myself, as you do, I sort of seemed not to connect with that so much. But I then discovered the superpower through the universe, through connecting with nature. I found that that really, really aligned me with who I am in a such strong way, uh, very much at a, at a much deeper level than I'd been when I, I was kind of thinking God and the universe was only found in a building that is called a church. Now I know that is not the case. So uh, the superpower I discovered was very much through through that, yeah. oh. connecting with the universe at a much deeper level and understanding that uh, the universe is there for us and you only need to connect with it for you to get everything that you need in life. Oh, that's beautiful. And I want to definitely um, hear more about how you were able to to, to come to this understanding. But before I do, you have really quite a story and a background. And um, <laughs> you can share, sort of, you know, explain what, what is some of the adversity that you overcame? Well, uh, I, I, I'm sure I'm not alone um, in the adversities that I've experienced. But I think in a way where for me as an individual is unique, that I experienced several, all in a very short space of time. I lost my parents, my two middle sisters, within 12 months. While I was really coming to terms with that, but the death of my mother, with whom I had a very, the strongest bond ever that any human, two human beings can have, almost, almost completely overwhelmed me. I was absolutely completely devastated. So while I was coming to terms with that, I then 
found myself ill. I got diagnosed with osteoarthritis, very advanced uh, by the time I got the diagnosis, simply because the medics kept saying it was because I over I was a work I was a work workaholic basically. So they kept saying it's stress, Brenda, just rest because you're stressed out. And by the time they realized that it was a little bit more than stress, um, I could not really be helped. My knee was completely mashed up. I had a total knee replacement, which failed obviously because the condition was so advanced. So I ended up uh, with a disability and just you know, my consultant then told me there was nothing he could do for me uh, to start with I was on um, crutches of walking with the, with the support of crutches for two years. And then he said, well, the only thing I can do is to help you choose uh, a good wheelchair, you know, because wheelchairs is not just how they look, it's also how they function. Uh, and I said, how long for? And he said, well, until you die. I wasn't 50 yet, Kerstin, and I thought, my parents lived until they were nine in their 90s. So I could face wow. 40 years in a wheelchair. That terrified the hell out of me. So while I was um, having all of that happening, I then decided to go on a holiday of a lifetime because I decided that waiting for a perfect time for me to actually go through my bucket list was not going to happen in Aspen real. So I went to the Far East because that was always my dream to, the far, to go to the Far East. While I was in Hong Kong, which was one part of uh, that trip, I, I, I got, so I'm getting emotional. Oh. I became very ill very quickly. Uh, basically, I ended up with double pneumonia and uh, the doctors there didn't understand my body, didn't, you know, basically underdiagnosed, said it was, first of all, they said it was flu. I said to my sister, no, it's not flu. And I said, it's bronchitis. By the time I realized it myself, because I'd had bronchitis before I had pneumonia before, I said, actually, it's not even bronchitis now. I think it's pneumonia. And to cut a long story short, thank God that I could persuade British Airways to fly me back. I went straight from Heathrow Airport to the hospital. My consultant told me that you know, another two hours, and his phrase, and I remember it to the day I die, he said, Another two hours, you'd have been meeting your maker. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so how, did you, how did you come back from that? Because you, you now walk and... Yes, I now run half marathons, actually, which yeah. I never could do before. I now run marathons, if I'm not just half marathons. I've done two in the last two years. Oh, that's amazing. And what what I understand from people who do that that actually not bad time, quite good time. So I came back from that because one day I suddenly realized that the organization I worked in was very toxic. Corporate world, corporate rat race. I don't need to say too much. I don't think I'm sure your audience understands the challenges of uh, working in the corporate rat race. But I. Didn't, I underestimated quite how toxic the environment was. I discovered that when I was uh, recuperating because nobody was interested in whether or not I would leave and whether or not I, I needed any support. They just kept the phone calls that the nurse took was to say, when is she coming back to work? So that gave me a kick up the whatnot. I suddenly realized the universe had been trying to tell me patiently, you need to get out of this place. So I got out of that place very quickly and I suddenly thought, crutches or no crutches, I am going to go walking. First, first day, I could barely get to the gate of my property. And then after that, I thought I'd get to the post box. And then I saw, I just had small landmarks. 
baby steps, baby steps. And I suddenly found myself power walking with vigor daily. Do you know I've kept that up for the last three years? I don't miss a day. I actually had a prospective client say to me last week, not two weeks ago, the weather is turning chilly in London. I, I see you still going out. Are you still going out every day in this chilly weather? And I said, yeah. What if it's raining? And I said, so what? You know, you get, you know, you're a couple, you go out. So I do that. And I found that just gave me being out there in fresh air, movement, first of all. So our bodies were made to move. But also for my mind, I needed to be in fresh air. I find that sets the tone, the positive tone that I need for, for the day to be a positive one by actually starting by going out there. And, you know, I also discovered uh, a man called um, John Nasarov. Through him, I discovered the secret. Mm-hmm. And I did... I have done some fantastic work on my mind, changing my mindset, because my mindset to start with, Christine, was awful. In the sense that I never understood that I needed to take care of myself. I would take care of absolutely everybody and their dogs and their cats, everything, everybody, but neglecting me. So my self-care was non-existent, non-existent. My eating habits, if you could even call it that, you know, were atrocious. So I ate badly, I slept badly. If I slept at all, I used to sleep like a couple of hours. So I discovered, I changed my mindset completely. Now my self-care is top priority. I know for me to be, to be the person my, my clients need, my family need, my friends need. Actually, the person that Brenda, Brenda was put on this planet, planet to achieve certain things, needs i need to take care of myself first right wow i really want to go a little bit more into you know how it was that you were able to to shift from from essentially unable to to walk yeah. and in a corporate you know a toxic job to, yeah. to living with passion and vitality now and but we have to take a break so can you tell listeners, um, you know, where they can learn more about you and your story? Yeah. Uh, my website is called a joyful life coaching.com. So a joyful as an ABC joy as in the joy experience, joyful life coaching, all one word. All there. You can find me there. And uh, yes, I've got some blogs there. And, and yeah. My story is there too. I've written an ebook too that tells you a little bit about who I am and what my background, where I've come from. Great. Thank you. We've been talking to Brenda Debla about living with passion and vitality after adversity. We're going to go deeper into that after the break. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative 
supportive group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to your superpowered mind, and we are talking to Brenda Debelin. And Brenda, I guess, so my question is, is what was it that allowed you to to really overcome some really significant um, physical challenges and grief and, uh, you know, a toxic work environment? What allowed you to, to turn that around, to decide, I'm going to start walking, I am going to live and find out who Brenda really is? You know, Christine, it sounds a bit trite when we say we don't actually realize as human beings what we have. We don't appreciate what it is we have until we've lost it. I think I suddenly realized that we hit rock bottom. Because I, I was thinking in those terms, I've hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got nothing to lose. But actually, I thought that would get me moving. Then I realized the more I thought in that in those terms, that was just too negative. That I would find it very hard going in those particular days. And it is only when I looked around me, I thought, you know what? I have got so much to be grateful for. There are people who don't have a home. I actually have a home, yes. The, you know, the corporate world has been hard work and all the rest of it has been toxic. But actually, I have a home that I love. And in fact, I have more than one home. I have a home in London. I have a home in Africa. So once I started actually appreciating what I have, and I started quite badly in some respects, you would say, because I started appreciating Material things, as I say, I said home, although, of course, home is not so much a material thing because we do need a roof of our heads. So mm-hmm. I thought, I have a roof of my head. There are people who, could, who can never, ever dream of having a roof of their head. I have that, and it's a good one. But I then started appreciating what I have in the sense of actually myself, who I am, the fact that I can actually think for myself, that actually I can use my brain and actually realize that there are people who actually are not capable of using their brain because they are so ill. So, and I think by actually expressing that gratitude to myself daily, by actually appreciating absolutely everything that I have and and using my gratitude journal daily. And, and I start off by actually when I wake up in the morning, I say, Thank you, universe. Thank you, God. I've woken up alive. Because I could have woken up dead. <laughs> Whatever dead means. So, you know, now, because having, having been near, having had that near-death experience, and I know what that felt, I actually started by expressing gratitude for that. And then I express gratitude in absolutely everything that I see around me, the pressure. And, and that gave me such resilience. I've always been... I've always had compliments and been known as strong, whatever strong means to different different people. But I found the difference for me was that I then had inner strength. That's what I mean by resilience. That actually I could I knew that 
all that grief, however awful I felt, and I did feel absolutely dreadful. But actually, if I, as I, as I was able to dig deep, I knew that I had an inner strength inside of me. I felt that I was fine. I would be fine. The universe had my back. I felt that, and that's the difference between what I call, you know, resilience based on inner strength, or opposed to actually strength of character, because you can have a strength of character where you can just bulldoze yourself through situations, but that can be derailed at times. Am I making sense? Yes, you are. So, you know, the way I hear it is you really at some point realized that you did have much to be grateful for in yourself. And at some point, it sounds like you really started to connect to the universe. And you had power inside um, and that you really could just be grateful to be alive. Right. Right. So, uh, because I think, don't you think a lot of people, a lot of us, how many of us actually stop each day and, and actually express gratitude out loud to ourselves that you are alive? Well, I never used to do it, you see, until I, I was, I found myself in this situation. I never used to. Just took it for granted. Like I took for granted that I, I get out of bed, one foot in front of the other, there I go. It's, not, it's until I lost my mobility. That I suddenly realized, and I had to get even a drink. I needed to to ask another human being, and it just, that really brings you up short. Right. So how you know you talk about I, I've noticed sometimes I about vitality. What? Yeah. How do you define what is vitality? Vitality for me is um, having the stamina, having the energy. Having the zing, you know, you know, it's, a, it's like a fizz, you know. And because for, I mean, people now just say, oh my gosh, Brenda, you know, just, just being in the same room with you, it just feels, feels with this positive energy to do anything you want to do. You know, to, that if you, if I, now if I decide I'm going to do six things instead of three things in that day, you know what, Christine, I do it and I don't feel tired. I have the stamina of a 20-year-old, or so I am told. But actually, for I laugh and I smile when people say that because I think to myself, actually, I didn't have this kind of stamina when I was in my 20s. <laughs> you know, I know you just kind of like think that, but I didn't. You know, now I have this stamina, this endless energy, this zest for life because I, I know I am. I have this vitality that is based on more than just me as a physical being because of my connection with the universe. And I have a very, very deep connection. When I'm in the park, I'm power walking. I'm like a woman possessed, um, you know, because I walk so fast, but at the same time, I'm talking to the trees. I am talking to plants. I am talking to, you know, every bit of nature. And I know they can hear me. They answer me back. I have actually birds flying to me. A few people who walk dogs who see me regularly, they say, why do birds fly to you and they don't fly to us? And I say, well, shouldn't you ask the birds? <laughs> they don't want to understand us. And I say, well, then maybe you need to practice talking to them or listening to them better still. 
Right. So it sounds like when you talk about this connection with the universe that you have, because what a wonderful um, sense of knowing to know that you are connected um, and that the universe is there for us. But then I think for, for many people, they, they don't even know how to go about starting to have that connection. So for yeah. you, it sounds like in part, it was getting out into nature. What else? Yes. What else helped you to find that connection? Because I think many people don't ever find it. Well, as you rightly say, nature for me has been very much uh, the facilitator for that. But also, you know, it's um, making sure that um, one has quiet moments where you really just sit and you are still. And I, I would not want to call it meditation because I know that that puts some people off. You don't have to meditate. Just just having that stillness. That and it doesn't have to be long a long period of time. I know because I, I knew as soon as I was saying that I could even hear people shouting, "I'm too busy. I don't have the time." No, <laughs> literally, just a minute a day. Just that six, sixty seconds. Because um, I normally, you know, when I get out of bed, instead of just swinging my legs off the bed, you know. I used to do it, and I'm sure you do it as well, Christina, and a lot of people do it. You wake up immediately, swing feet, legs rather, off the bed and rush off. And after that, it's just rush, 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 rush through the day. So what I do is I swing my legs to the floor, and then I sit still. Just, I have my quiet moment. I'm just peaceful. I do my my first day affirmation for the day, and that's that's what I mean. And just doing that regularly, I found that I began to really connect with with the universe. Right, because there's so much noise in our lives now. Whereas if you just can give yourself that little bit of time, and it quietens your brain, it you know you have this peace, this this sense of contentment that I never used to have before. Yeah. And, and I think the other the other thing as well is that there is no one way. It, and it's like about movement. People, some of my clients will say, oh my God, no, I can't face, no, no, I can't, I don't like walking. I can't run, I can't jog. And it's all about what they can't do. So I have now drawn up a, a list of 50 movements, no less, five, zero. There are 50 ways you can move your body. A human being's body was made to move. I'm sure each one of us, every person, can actually find the one movement that works for them. So it's the same thing about connecting with the universe. You know, there are different ways one can do it. And, 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 and one works, one of them can work for one person and the other. You know, I have a friend who actually connects through cycling. He just goes cycling on his own. He just takes off on his bike and he comes back and he says, that's it. I'm, I'm now at peace with the world because I'm sorted. I'm back in, you know, I'm now connected with the universe again. Wow. That's beautiful. And you know what I love about what you're, what you're saying is it's what you're giving is actually really grounded, tangible advice. It, it's not sort of this, oh, just go out and make this great leap and you're going to be connected. 
because yeah. you know for that's hard to go yeah. from not feeling connected to connected so it's it, it sounds sounds but like why christian it's because i am talking about what has actually practically practically what has worked for me because i know exactly what you mean because when i used to read self-help books and so on i've always been left with the question but what exactly do i do you know now can you just tell me that bit and i think i find more and more what is actually helpful and and invaluable to people is sharing your journey sharing what has worked for you and you know that's what i do my you know with my clients i will share with them how my journey started and i say i may be at a different stage of the journey but actually we're all you know on that same journey of transformation i just happen to be maybe further down the line because of the adversity that i i experienced which i now see as a gift i mean every time if anybody mentioned that that total knee replacement that botched Total knee replacement was a gift. I mean, I wanted to hit the consultant. Quite frankly, I was so angry. I'm not even a violent person. I hate violence. But, you know, I was just so angry thinking, why me? Why have you taken my mobility away? I little by little, I thought, gosh, that was a gift. Wow. That actually was a gift from the universe to say, I'm going to take your mobility away because without your mobility, you can't make this journey to do this awful job that is killing you. I tried to tell you to leave the job. You haven't been listening. So I'm going to find a much more, you know, <laughs> a message you can't, you can't ignore. <laughs> They're going to hit you over the head with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yes. Oh, that's so, that is great. I love, um, and you know, one of the things that you, you uh, referenced earlier is you said that in morning stillness, you have an affirmation for the day. What kind of affirmation do you say to yourself? Is that gratitude or is there some other type of something that you say to yourself? I always have gratitude, of course, but also the uh, one of the ones I love, absolutely love, says all life comes to me with ease, joy, and abundance. Mm. and glory all life comes to me with ease joy glory and abundance uh, that's beautiful and and it, it it seems to me that what somebody can do is if they're on the stage where they're like oh what does that mean is just even being willing to open yes. up to to saying, okay, I'm willing to learn yeah. how to live this way. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yes. Just saying, okay, I am going to learn. Show me. Yeah. And in the beginning, you know, one of the things that's very much similar to what you just said that I used to use as an affirmation, I used to say, universe, I'm willing to listen now. Ah, I am listening now. I'll just say that in my quiet, then I will be still. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So for those where it's too much of a, a stretch, because I understand, I'm, I have gone through this whole journey myself, mm. going from feeling so disconnected and stuck in my mm. head and anxiety. To well, the, you know, yeah. 
to slowly opening up and yeah. this stuff felt too, too out there. Like I, yes. you know, I'm not going to say this airy fairy, abun- exactly. you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It can be too much of a, a huge leap. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yes. But it's, it's, see, I said to people, baby steps. Right. I think you were asking me earlier, how did you start? Well, literally I thought to myself, you know what? Baby steps. And that's all I did. Baby steps, one foot in front of the other. You know, I've had also clients who say, oh, my God, how do I get started? And I say, you know what? Just one foot in front of the other. That's all you do. You concentrate on that step you are taking at that time. One foot in front of the other. Even if you just do four in that moment, you've still done four more than you did the time before. So one foot in front of the other and baby steps. And you get there. Ah, that's beautiful. So we are about running out of time, but I am so grateful to you for sharing your story and the wisdom that you gained and some real, you know, practical, doable advice for helping others who are really wanting to find more, you know, passion and vitality in their own lives. Oh, thank you, Christine. Yes. And can you, can you tell us one more time where mm-hmm. listeners can find you? A joyfullifecoaching.com. So maybe with my uh, British accent, people won't understand. So it's A as in uh, ABC. So a joyfullifecoaching.com. Perfect. And I believe there will be a link to your website that yeah. they Fine, so that yeah. won't be a problem. Yeah, great. So, thank, thank you, Brenda. And thank you, Christine. Oh, it's been yeah. great talking to you. Yes, and listeners, thank you so much for listening in. And do maybe see where you can find a moment to sit still and maybe invite, if it feels just so far-fetched for you, to just invite the opening of the universe, the idea of the universe supporting you. Absolutely. Yes. And until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 